0: Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, Jeff Zimfer, welcome to this episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. Hey, so glad you're here. Hope you are stepping into the second half of the year with personal momentum, with focus. With discipline and with a plan to execute, follow through, and successfully reach your end destination to achieve your mission, shall we say. And I hope I'm achieving my mission here with you and providing access to content, ideas, tools, inspiration, mentors to ensure you're living your highest personal standard of yourself. That's really the goal here. And that's why I'm so thrilled to bring back my second second time guest here. Um, Very special mentor from afar of mine and probably many of you listeners here today. Um, I think I had uh, my guest Bill Hart on about a year ago. That was episode 39. Well, this is episode 75. So it's been a while. I've grown, he's grown, hopefully you've grown too. And I'm bringing uh, Bill back, um, number one, because, hey, I mean, you ever have one of those people, somebody in your life where, I don't care, right? How often you Get to talk to them every time that you have a conversation with them there's always something some type of a transformation that takes place a learning um, it, it's, it's, it's amazing whenever you talk to somebody and, and you know I think Bill has a, a certain amount of wisdom, but I think his wisdom comes from experience and both not only his own personal experience but experience that he has you know extrapolated from over twenty seven years in the sales and business space and an executive coach for building champions for, for about uh, You know, 20 years or so, Bill, you know, has an innate ability to get to the heart of what makes somebody a high producing, highly efficient individual. And he's able to coach them to that as well. And so I'm excited to have Bill back. We just have a, a, a great conversation about, right? How do we execute on our plan and how do we achieve our mission, particularly in light of Bill has just published, as you'll hear him describe, a A long, a labor of love, if you will, a book long in the waiting, six years in the waiting for Bill to actually get this book to the market. And I think we're all so glad that he did. But his brand new book is called White Collar Warrior Lessons from Sales Professionals from America's Military Elite. And what Bill does in this book is, um, you know, he actually interviews uh, former members of the US Special Forces and leading sales professionals from a variety of industries. And then Bill creates parallels between the two, right? To understand what are the similarities, what are the the same patterns that you can recognize both a military elite and also a salesperson who's an elite performer as well. Because let's let's face it, right? I mean, we've got to train. For, to be prepared for situations in the market today, especially this market of today and the compressions and, and, and pricing and competition and so forth. So in this talk here, right, and in Bill's book, right, what he'll help you um, uncover is proven tips and practical tools to train for any situation that you'll encounter in the field, overcome any fears that you may have and channel it into productivity how to leverage any failures you, ha- you might have or have experienced in the past that could be holding you back. Leverage failures for personal growth. Um, a really big one for me, how to find your personal why and keep it alive, especially if you've been in this mortgage business for quite a while. Um, some of you may have, the why has gotten a little bit faded. It's got a little bit cloudy. And hopefully this podcast and Bill's book, when you buy it, will help you reconnect to your why and give it new life. And of course, right. How to build a team around you that shares your vision, your purpose, and your goals. And the stories alone from this book that, you know, that Bill shares um, the military elite stories are just fascinating in and of themselves. So um, we've got uh, links in the show notes to how to get Bill's book. Um, But if you want to just go there right now, Bill's got some special offers combined exclusive bonuses when you order the book today and that uh, website address is whitecollarwarriorbook.com whitecollarwarriorbook.com is where you want to go follow the instructions watch the video check out the bonus materials and uh, it's probably one of the best investments you can make for about 20 bucks in your life to get access to right somebody who's a a high-level elite coach like bill hart himself but also bringing lessons and best practices from military and sales elite as well. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Appreciate it if you leave us a review on iTunes. Once again, if you want to get Bill's book, check it out in the show notes, whitecollarwarriorbook.com. Without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Bill Hart, welcome to the show. Jeff, thanks so much for having me back. It is a pleasure to always have you back, sir. Thank you for making time. I and I think my listeners learn something every time that uh, we get a chance to um, spend time with you. So thank you.
1: Yeah, man, my pleasure.
0: Yeah. So we've been communicating, obviously, online, social media for a while. And a couple of things have brought us, I think, back together. Um, Two two things. One is, and we'll, we'll obviously talk about this throughout our conversation, is the launch of your new book, White Collar Warrior, Lessons for Sales Professionals from America's Military Elite. I love the title, man. Anything, anything like, like military, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in, right? And I know you have a passion for military and we can definitely talk about that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that, that brings us together, I think, timeliness-wise is since we last talked last year, um, the market, man, I mean, <laughs> what a change, right? Right. Yep. Uh, and you coach people every day. So do I. What, yep. are you, what, what, is this, what are you feeling that's coming to your coaching calls that's different as
1: of late? Uncertainty. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, to a certain degree, I would argue that it's sort of unnecessary uncertainty. But, you know, the factors that are legitimate, right, that are causing that uncertainty, I think, or insecurity are um, a variety of things. I I think we all feel the same way. Like, I could just stick a pencil in my eye if somebody talks to me about margin compression again. But whatever. We know that's the the buzzword, right? right? But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's a lot of things, right? Rates have gone up. Inventory is tight. This is the first time we've gone through this since Dodd-Frank, so it creates sort of an interesting series of of levers that need to be adjusted inside companies who are now talking about LO Comp, and then that affects pricing. And now you've got people who, if we're honest, and this is my opinion, and this maybe is just grumpy old guy, right, with gray Uh hair, but if we're honest, it's been a fairly easy ride for the last 10 years in terms of, I, I'm not saying um, loan manufacturing has been easy. I don't mean that at all. It's, it's gotten more difficult, but the phone's been ringing, right? Rates have been low. The phone's been ringing. Right. So now rates go up. All those other factors. Zillow's like, yeah, we're getting into the real estate business. Keller's like, we're getting into the mortgage business. And so I feel like it's easy for people to get that stuff in their head. And I don't know if you saw my post on this a couple of days ago on, on what I call double down, but it's yeah. like, if you're stirring the pot, right? The sign said, uh, will originate for food, right? Like, this is going to be you. If you stir the pot of negativity and that's what you're focused on every day, mm. you're going to spin out of the business. You mm-hmm. just are. You'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, what we have to do, and you know this, Jeff, I mean, you're coaching this every day. Um, we have to double down on our activities. A, a classic example of this, I'm going to brag about a guy that I used to coach who's a a dear friend, Josh Metal, I'm sure you know Josh up in um, Salt Lake City. You know, about six years ago, he made the decision to focus strictly on physician home loans while dominating his local market, right? So he's had sort of two goals there. I'm going to do what I do really, really well locally, but we're also going to do physician home loans in 50 states. He moved about $350 million to, to to Fairway a year ago, um, and he's got his eyes on a billion, and he's not kidding. So I just heard Todd Bookspan yesterday. He said, you know, Josh's whole team, they're prospecting an hour a day. Hmm. And I said, awesome. So I, so I recorded the quick video, sent it to Josh, said, dude, an hour a day. Is that true? I don't want to quote it if it's not true. He said, oh, no, no, that would be an off day. He said, they're, we start our days every single day, every day as a team with a gratitude meeting. Hmm. So we start with like, what are you grateful for? And, you know, after a while, it's like uh, the birds, the right. sun, my kids, my, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not money necessarily. I mean, it might be. I'm grateful for my new, you know, jag, right? But they start in gratitude and then they move from 8 to noon, Jeff, into prospecting. And, of course, these days, as you know, prospecting is not like dialing for dollars in the old traditional sense. They're certainly not cold calls. These are TBD follow-up calls for the most part, right? We've got a lower conversion rate than we, that we used to have because of the inventory issue. Um, and suddenly people are waking up to the idea that, oh, yeah, this annual mortgage review thing, that's actually a really good idea,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, totally. So anyway, that's a that's that's what I'm seeing right now is just if there's ever a time where the haves and the have-nots are going to get separated in this business. And again, I know you, you know this. I just saw you yesterday and. Boise, right? Yeah. Weren't you in Boise? I was, yeah. You know, and you're working with a group that's fired up and they know what needs to be done. And you're, I'm sure you're sharing with them these exact strategies and, and I'm sure many more. But at the end of the day, we got to have more conversations, quality conversations right. with people. Isn't that what you see?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and so there's a couple of things in there, what you said, uh, and I know somebody like Josh and the other, you know, quote top producers, what they have that, it, 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 I wonder if you would agree with this, that what they have in a market like this, maybe because they've been through it before, as I know Josh has been around a long time, um, that some of these newer people, if you will, that have only been around five, six, yeah. seven years, haven't been through the tough time. So, totally. so, so correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the things that, that I think, and this is probably relevant to what you discovered in inter- interviewing these elite military uh, people, mm. is um, it's, it starts with mindset.
1: 100%. So the very first interview I did is a guy named Andrew Paul. I don't know if you know Andrew or not, but he's a producing branch manager. Yeah. Uh Who's a retired Navy SEAL Mm -hmm. uh, in San Diego Mm -hmm. and Andrew's become a friend. I coached him. He's just a great guy. And he said, and Andrew would tell you he's probably five, eight, maybe five, nine. There's nothing assuming about his presence. You would never say clearly a Navy SEAL. This is not, this is not Andrew, but he held the record. I think in buds for holding his breath for the longest period of time underwater Right. So he was that guy. And then he tells the story and it's in the book about he said, there's a point in time where I realized I am miserable, but they're not going to kill me. Mm -hmm. They cannot make me quit. And then what started to happen is I began to see, Jeff, Army Rangers told me the same thing. David Burke, the uh, top gun instructor, told me the same thing. There is this attitude that they develop of I will not quit. Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely you're right that's josh's mindset that's most top producers mindsets but i think you're right sometimes we've got to either have have lived through it right or hopefully maybe with a podcast like this we could borrow somebody else's experience and say i don't want to live through it i want to learn it and apply it right now
0: yeah how can I, i i sense it's coming i feel it's out there so so back to the mindset thing somebody shared with me the other day you've heard this before, a million people have said this, you know, what you focus on becomes your reality. Totally. If if so, if you and I, we're talking to loan officers and they're showing up, and like you said, if I hear another thing about margin compression, or if they're showing up saying, man, it's tough out there, or or people are running scared in the streets. You know, it's like when I interviewed uh, Ryan Grant just last week, one of the top LOs in the country. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, he helped like 200 families last last year. He says to me, he goes, uh, I'm excited about the market ahead. I was like, "What do you mean you're excited?" He's like, "Because, man, everybody else is shrinking and contracting. I'm going to go out and like get more." Business. Totally. <laughs> so that's so, a whole so different
1: mindset. Check this out, and, and I'll I'll drive your listeners to this. There's there's an old video that i did probably six years ago the funny thing is i have i have short hair like i i I do now in that video because i had also shaved my head for a client back then that was going through Mm -hmm. cancer this shaving was for a a a relative who had brain surgery Mm. but it was called forks and spatulas i don't know if you saw it or not but forks and spatulas was if you picture the marketplace as being you know the size of a let's call it a hula hoop Mm -hmm. right but if, if the market shrinks a bit, if it contracts down to the size of the Frisbee, here's what happens. The people that had forks in the pie before, mm-hmm. they're going to leave. They will leave. You've got people that are doing one or two loans a month right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not sustainable. They're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And what happens with the Ryan Grants of the world is they're going to grab a spatula mm-hmm. and they're going to come in and they're going to grab more market share of a smaller pie. Yeah. That's it. It's I've seen it happen in over 30 years time and time again on the real estate side and in the mortgage side. So mm. now is the time. It Look, if you're in the mortgage business and you're serious about this industry and you you must be or you wouldn't be listening to Jeff right now. Mm. Um, it's time to double down. I mean, it really is. It's like show up a little earlier. Fine tune some of your training, make sure that you're prepared for objections, right? Everything, Jeff, that you're training them. Like if I'm talking to somebody right now and you have the opportunity to go sit in one of Jeff's classes, mm-hmm. like make sure you do that because it's time to fine tune all of that stuff so, so that you show up in the best way possible in the market. Don't be afraid of it. Attack it. Yeah. We just, we just got to get better, man. Our skills got to get better. Totally.
0: Um, what's that old one that, you know, when, when the tide goes out, you see who's naked. <laughs>
1: all day long
0: man all day long and like you said earlier it's like you know for the last 10 years use your word it's been it's been easy in the sense that yes rates have been, been incredibly low it's been fueling the market so people have wanted to buy um and and so that's been the rising tide where all boats were rising but now the tide eh, it's going out totally you know i mean totally you know, inventory rates are coming up um you know all the other issues we've got going on so yeah. Yeah, we need to just be that much better in our presentation skills, in our, and I also think coming from the right place, not being transaction oriented, um, and a lot of the top producers you work with, they, what what always catches me is that how serious these real top producers, right? They they take their responsibility of mortgage consultation incredibly serious. Absolutely, man. You know, whereas a lot of people don't. A lot of people are just, you know, quoting rates and be like, yeah, it's a 30 year fixed and you're going to lose that game.
1: So I, lo- I love that example. And here's a guy, I wonder if you know him. Do you know Keith Collins in Sacramento? Absolutely. Yeah, just joined you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. So Keith, Keith is brilliant at that. And he started something last year where we were talking about video and he was doing a great job with video. And he stumbled onto this thing that, w- what he realized was, if I record a video that's attractive to the realtor, mm-hmm. the realtor will share it right? This is primarily Facebook. Mm-hmm. So he started night, you know, I'm going to just tell you about what I remember about this. And I don't have accurate numbers from him now, although I'm coaching him, I just don't know what the numbers are. But when he started to do this, he would get like 15 shares mm-hmm. from real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And he was getting three purchase leads, Wow, three purchase leads to him From a video that he recorded where he was educating, to your point, where he was educating the borrower that the realtor saw enough value in that they wanted to push it out, right? So the way that Keith shows up in the market is he is always an advisor. His hashtag is it's just math, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you think you need 20% down or 10% 10 down, you don't. You need 3.5% down and there's bond programs that will get you down below that. And you served in the military, we can do better than that. Yeah. Right. So it's like he educates, he provides value. His consultations are structured that way. And as a result, he gets paid. Yeah. But if you lead with your eye on the commission that that's what's driving you, yeah. people sense that man and they're not attracted to it.
0: It's a great point. And the other point of that is, is that um, smart people like Keith and other top producers are very intentional about the the first point of client engagement
1: absolutely
0: you know they're they're not just winging it which i used to do as a salesperson years ago then i had a vp one time who pulled me aside and said you know because i was just relying on all my you know i'm a great i'm a high eye so it's like hey, megan and the guy's like hey i gotta tell you details details that's where it really matters totally and i learned that a lot you know from people like you and others it's like you know you have to architect especially today um you have to architect that process about why somebody should choose to go with you absolutely
1: so, so to that point, if I may, in the book, I'm just looking for a quote here so that I can quote it accurately. Yeah. So this, this is a guy, his name is Bob Hart, no relation, <laughs> but he was an army ranger and he was a, a, a surgeon. And he said, here's what I learned as an army ranger. He said, we are always training. We capitalize on every chance to maximize training opportunities on a daily basis, regardless of if it is a training exercise in garrison or while deployed there is no such thing as luck luck is the point in time when preparation and opportunity meet, mm-hmm. right so it's that's the way that these guys are wired it is all about training any of the shows that you watch on TV if you watch sealed team or whatever yeah. at the end of the day yeah they're sitting around popping a corona or whatever but you know what when they're not deployed they're always training and for them one of the things that I learned in their world in special operations it's um, it's shoot, move, and communicate. That's what they learn to do, and they do it exceptionally well. So they learn them, Jeff, like their standard operating procedures, right? Yeah. I learned to shoot really well. I, le- I learned to communicate really well, and I learned to move really well. So when we see those guys and they're doing that whole tap on the shoulder thing and this action, yeah. that stuff is all – that's not like they're winging it out there, like you right. said – this is stuff that they have learned and ingrained. And I think in our industry, now is the time for us to take it really seriously yeah. and say, so when somebody tells me that they can get that loan for five eighths less down the street, like what do I say to that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, not only what do I say, maybe what am I doing up front? How right. do I maybe surface the objection up front if I know that's potentially an issue? Right. What's my follow-up if I do quote unquote lose that lead? what's my follow-up plan? What does that look like? Why would I just leave this up to <sighs> baby needs new shoes, right? It's like, <laughs> it's not a toss of the dice. This yeah. is, this is, this is more, uh, it is more deliberate than, yeah. it, than just chance.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, we, we have to be, I think the word is intentional. That's what's coming up for me. You yeah. have to be very intentional of, about, our client experience that's right um, because otherwise yeah guess what people are gonna go to push button mortgage and they're gonna you know amazon will have alexa ordering conventional mortgages for that's it, right. right so it's that's like right. yeah if you don't have that clear intentional process which and we you and i both know okay there is a percentage of the market who maybe wants that push button and they might qualify for it or whatever who knows yeah but that's a small percentage most of the people particularly in when you're talking about financing a house they want that level of professionalism and guidance and expertise and Quite frankly, today, and I think this is the overall premise of our conversation. That is your only competitive advantage. Absolutely, not rates. Of course, you know, meh, give or take. So it's not rates. It's about it's in the, you know. Speaking of my class, it's a branding class. I, I talk about how do people describe? It's telling stories. How do they describe what it's like to work with you? Yeah, that's that's the Love only that, thing man. we have today.
1: Love that. But we can control. I love that you're talking about that that's you know I recently listened to a podcast by Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach and he was talking about unique ability and he's written a book on this, and you know I'm sure you're familiar with it but man, the more that we can help people recognize that if you want to decommoditize and I'm preaching to the choir right you know, I know you teach this stuff and Tim Davis and you know I know you guys own this. But the idea of finding out what is your unique ability, you know, for you, Jeff, your, your ability to be a high I, to connect with people, super likability factor, right? That's the thing you have to lead with. You can't lead with the person that's a high SC where they would say it's all about detail. You know, I've memorized every guideline. I can I can run through an amortization schedule in my head whatever, but that's, that's, you know what that person can do? They can lead with predictability. Yes. So they may not have your personality, but they can lead with, I can lead you to a desired outcome each and every time. That's what we do here. Right. So unique ability and branding that and then communicating that, like you said, getting people to tell stories about working with you. I just think that's huge living it, living it.
0: Okay. So then how do we, how do we bridge the two and can, can this be learned? Because, you know, I'm looking at your book over here, white collar warrior. You got this, the, the picture side by side, one's the military fatigues, the other's the suit. Yep. Um, w- 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 what did, what did you, you know, big takeaways there. There it is. Awesome. Yeah. And we're going to get, we're going to give a link out at the end on how you can get some cool stuff and get that book pre-ordered. Sure. Um, but what, what, a couple of take cause obviously, you know, probably already know what are some big takeaways you can share with the loan officers about how we, you know, can borrow some of those lessons from military's elite? And, and is that learned? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So the good news is it is, I mean, it is it, now, are there dramatic differences? Of course, they've got bullets flying at them and you know, there are helicopters that can be well, we shot realtors. down. And, well, good point. Good point. So it's arguable, right? Which is yeah. worse. Um, but there are similarities, right? And I, I believe number one is mental. And, and I think that, so we've created the whole workshop around this. And, oh. you know, this is what I'll unpack through this process. But number one is mental. It really is that mindset. And it's that getting clearer on, you know, what, what we call in coaching a desired end result. In the military, they call it an end state, mm-hmm. right? So an end state is when you're out on this mission, this is the thing that we want to have happen. That high, high value target yep. is either dead or in custody. Objective. Okay, right. totally. Mm-hmm. So I believe it starts with mindset. I think number two is like, what do they do? What what do they do? How do they show up? Yeah. And so in the same way, I'm encouraging people in the book to say, you got to question yourself on this, like, what time do you get up? And why? Mm-hmm. What time do you go to bed? And why? What do you eat? And why? What do you do to take care of your body? And why? How do you show up with a client and why referral partner and why, if we can help them to address all of those things as individual, um, uh, standard operating procedures, just like they do in the military. Yes. I view it, Jeff, don't ask me why as Lego pieces, like I should have Lego pieces here and say, Mm -hmm. I need to master that Lego piece. And then that Lego piece, and then eventually I can build a millennium Falcon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May the fourth be with you today. Come on. I mean, it's, the, it's today, right? I couldn't miss the opportunity.
0: Come on. Oh, winner, winner. Love it, yeah. love it.
1: Well, it's when we're recording and I know it's not when people are watching it, that's but at the it. end of the day, yeah. um, that's it. And then the, the last section of the book and the workshop is really all about now, how do we do that? Right. How do you roll that out? And that's just coaching, right? That's what I've learned through coaching is that you've got to have accountability. You've got to have clarity. Mm. You've got to have measurement and you've got to have accountability. And it doesn't have to be through a coach, right? You don't have to go spend a thousand bucks an hour on a coach, but you do have to have some accountability someplace. Mm. So if they're clear on what they want, if Mm. they measure it and track it, and then somebody somewhere is holding them accountable, they're much, likely, much more likely, Jeff, to close the gaps between what they say they want to do and what they actually do.
0: So, all right. It comes, comes down to clarity of outcome, right? Which is basically the mission objective. Yep. And then having a, a standard set of operating procedures that gets you to that end outcome. Right. Is that right? Yep. So in our world as mortgage loan officers, again, right, we're kind of buzzing around the hive here. Is That goes all back to that you know, um, what is your client experience like, I guess, is where I'll, I'll land back on that Yeah, right? because, because, you know, we're talking about executing a mission and maybe you could use the metaphor that each, each client
1: engagement is a mini mission.
0: Agreed. Right? All right. So sure. Right.
1: All right. That works. That's out. where I go with it, man. It's just, I try to take the, the lessons and separate it from kind of the drama, right? I mean, I want it to be a little sexy. That's what makes it fun and interesting. Sure. Right. But separate it from the drama and just say, so what can we distill down out of that that we can then apply in our business? And really in the military, what you're going to find is the thing that attracts them is the, I've got flags all over the place here, but none of them are in the shot, right? I guess there's kind of one there. It's the car, yeah. Right? But it's not it's not the patriotism. I mean, it is when they get in, and of course that's always in them, but to a person, mm-hmm. they will all tell you, everybody who's ever been deployed in particular I fought because of the guy next to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a brotherhood thing. There's a scene in Black Hawk Down where the commander talks about that when they have to go back in, right? They've been annihilated and they got to go back in. And he talks about my brother next to me. Mm -hmm. And so I believe we've got to figure out a way, particularly with teams, to develop that kind of culture, Jeff, where there's a sense of, I've got your back and you've got mine. I don't see that a lot in the mortgage industry naturally. So the more that we can create that, you know, I, th- I think Casey Crawford does a great job with that, right? Because he came out of the NFL where that team environment, that's about as close as you're going to get to a military environment. Yeah. And so my guess is that Casey can speak to that very clearly. Yeah. But short of that, for those of us that haven't had those experiences, I think there's a lesson there about that. And then the last thing is, you you, you know, you've got to measure it and make sure that somebody's holding you accountable. Because yeah. here's what I know, man. it I didn't get this book written for six years. Mm. I don't know if you saw this article that I put out recently, but it took me six years, six years. What finally changed is last year in front of my best group, the master's coach, I was, we were in Laguna. It was February of 2017. And I said, if I do not have a book this time next year, don't let me back in the room. (laughs) And I wasn't kidding. Mm. And I did have a book. I didn't have the physical book, but I had the manuscript written and the rest was up to the publisher. Right. So Get group accountability. If you don't have a coach, get somebody else to pay attention. But somebody's got to be watching or you're going to explain it away because we all do it.
0: Exactly. We, we, we give ourselves too many easy excuses. Totally. And, and, I, and I love what you said, though, about Josh You know, early on. His, his culture is important because, um, yeah, it's a tough market out there. And if you're going out there solo you know, you're going to get beat up and eaten alive. And it's nice to have a place to come back to Absolutely, that, man. That you can recharge. All right. Totally. So before we run out of time, um, I was curious to ask you of your interviews with these military elite, anything surprised you during your conversations with them about what they shared about their life in the military? Or maybe you thought, you know, we all have this perception of what it means to be a Navy SEAL. I don't know.
1: Anything Yeah, that's a really good question. Actually, the thing that comes to mind is a guy by the name of Chad Fleming, who is a a retired Army Ranger now, and he lost his leg in um, Iraq. Mm -hmm. And but he 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 didn't actually lose it there; it was horribly damaged. He came back. He had he went through like twenty three surgeries at some point, and he finally says to the surgeon, uh, to the doctor, the physician that was treating him, he said, "So, I really want you to just like take the leg off." And and the guy says, "Well." You know, we can still treat it and there's more that can be done. And he said, well, let me ask you a question. If to take, take the leg off. Can I run? Well, yeah, you can run. Can I play golf? Yeah, you can play golf. Can I ride a bike? Yeah, you, he said, take the leg off. To me, that was surprising, right? And what he was saying was, remember, he's wired like a warrior, you right. know? It's yeah. like, this is now interfering with my lifestyle and, in, and my mission. Mm. So remove the obstacle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That surprised me a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, very
0: interesting. Remove the obstacle. That's really what it comes down to. Totally. And the fact that he could still have a a normal life rather than perhaps drag out Which he does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And by the way, he closes his talks. If you ever get a chance to hear Chad Fleming, he's a great guy and great speaker. And he said, uh, so he said, my wife's pretty happy about it. And, And he said, you may wonder why that is. And he said, well, here's the thing. The human body holds, I don't know how many pints of blood, right? And he said, so once they removed the leg, he said, I'm just telling you that blood's got to go somewhere. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, just saying. That's his closing signature story, right? That's all how you look at it.
0: <laughs> totally, and that's a good closing signature story itself. So let's roll out. with it. Yeah, I just uh, listen. Uh, uh, anybody who's listening and watching this, obviously, a lot of our people hopefully know of you. If not, you know, obviously, you, know, you mentioned Star Wars legend in the industry. Oh,
1: thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. How do people find out more about White Collar Warrior? Where you, do you bet. Work? Yeah, so uh, whitecollarwarriorbook.com is a great website to go to. If you go there, you can order the book. You take the receipt. You enter your name and your information and in the receipt number on there. And we've got all kinds of bonus material. We've got interviews, video interviews like this that I've done with Josh Metal, with uh, David Burke, the top gun instructor, Mm. um, with Tom Ferry, actually, who's in the book, and I talk about some of the stuff with him. So there's that. There's a a written summary that you can use, a leader's guide. So there's all kinds of cool bonus material. So whitecollarwarriorbook.com is the place to go. Awesome. Everybody's got to check it out. And I know you've got some other things coming
0: around that, as I think you alluded to, which is perhaps some type of a curriculum.
1: It's all available on the site. You can learn all about it there.
0: Book.com? Roger that. Okay. Awesome. Hey, Bill. Thanks a lot, man. May the fourth be
1: with you as well. My pleasure, buddy. All right. <laughs> see you on the next thanks, one. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. Same here, buddy. Bye for now. Take care, man.
0: Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com.